Welcome back to Monster in the Morning with your favorite two co-hosts, Crazy Chloe <laughs> and Manic Maddie. <laughs> Insert fart sound here. Yeah. So nose in the morning. Nose in the morning. This is what it's like. Well, so this is our monster energy themed pod. So Chloe and I live in different neighborhoods. I would say your neighborhood skews more. We've talked about this. Like, yeah, what the fuck would you say about my neighborhood? I mean, it's more like wide brim hat fringy vest. So Period. the fact that you get an organic energy drink, yeah. I think makes a lot of sense in my neighborhood. It's a bit more like kind of like it's not downtown, but it's kind of like more downtown, you know, it's a little like, rough around the edges. <laughs> so we went to a random liquor store and picked up two monster energies, which I've never yeah. tasted in my life. And some 40s also to and chase them with. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's uh, like 10 a.m. and we're cracking open these mm. beautiful, beautiful monster energy drinks. There's notes of taurine. Oh, you know, I really love the tang of the taurine. That taurine kind of tore. I actually, it tore. I um, read a tweet once where someone described the flavor of Red Bull as oody. You know what? It has some oud. You know what? It really has some oud. It's giving oud. This has no oud. This has no oud. I think it's kind of good. Umlaut, G-U-Umlaut, M. I think it's just kind of good. Would you really like it? I'm kind of into it. It's like a, um, it's like a melted lollipop. <laughs> Period. Isn't it? <laughs> it like quite literally tastes like a melted down dum-dum. It's a dum-dum. It's a dum-dum. And who's it for? Dum-dums. <laughs> Oh my God, wait, speaking of things for dum-dums, this is the perfect segue. Mm. I started watching The Traders this week. Yeah, you did text me and say it was for dum-dums. I really am like, what's it all about? So, Well, you don't need to tell me what it's all about, but like what globally, like what's no, it all about? I'm kind of right there okay, with you. Okay. I feel like I have been seeing so much like people are like going ape shit a lot for of it. Hullabaloo. Yeah, a lot of hullabaloo. <laughs> so I was like... I got to go check this out. And I started watching this week because it's also like it's, it's reality show contestants from a lot of shows that I enjoy. There's like real housewives. Mm. Um, there's Phaedra on there. I fucking love it. I mean, who doesn't? So I kind of feel like if you're going to watch it all, watch for Phaedra yeah. because she's one of the traitors. So basically the whole structure of it is like, if you've ever played that game mafia or whatever, yeah, yeah. It's basically like that. Like two people are designated as like the traitors and they're like trying to pick off the other people. And it's revealed who's a traitor? No, it's like secret. So it's kind of like that show Fuckboy Island. It's revealed to the audience who's... Yeah, it's like yeah. Fuckboy Island. I never watched that show. It's not anything you need to watch. <laughs> Nikki like, Glazer hosts it though and she's so funny. We love that. I love her. Love a gig for Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> she's gigging. So, okay. The traitors, Phaedra is one of the traitors and she just is like, get her on every show. She's so good. She's so good. I mean, there's so many housewives who, not so many, her, Sonia, you know, there's a handful where you're just like, you are a true comedic genius. Truly. Yeah. they, They, I think that they did a pretty good job with like housewife selection. They have Phaedra, they have Larsa from Miami, which I 
They have um, Tamra, who I love. I go back and forth. She's a bit performative for me. I feel like she's fun. She's always like entertaining for me on every. I just don't like housewives that seem fake. You don't watch Beverly Hills. Babe, what are you talking about? That's the only one I've watched all the way Okay, through. okay, great. Sutton this season. I'm just like, yeah. enough with the crocodile tears. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, I was saying, ugh, babe, of course I watch. And then I'm like, wait, I haven't been watching this season at all. <laughs> so I'm fake. I, the crocodile tears are here with me. I'm the faker. You're the fake wife. You're the I'm traitor. I'm the traitor. <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> Yeah, I'm the traitor. Anyway, my whole spiel about the traitors, which I've just been like anecdotally saying to everyone, is just like, I feel like this is engineered for like gooners and baiters with like less than one brain cell left. Mm -hmm. Because all of the musical cues are like, dun, 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 dun. And it's like, oh, fucking K, I get it. The editing is like so like, and it's like, they have to be so ham with it in order to convince like people with like the mind of a child that like (laughs) something dramatic is happening. You get all of the cues so you can follow along. But it's just like also it, it distracts from the fact that there are actually no real stakes at play. It's like a game. Like they're just playing a game. Well, babe, I'm at that's most reality show competitions with the exception of like Survivor when they might yeah. fully die. Yeah. I mean, I think that like, at least with some of the other ones, I mean, I'm such a like drag race head where I'm like drag race is like, yes, there's a bit of that. And it is like fake constraints of a fake game, but it's also kind of like you, there's enough like content there to distract from it. Like they're talented oh, people. I understand. It's not talent based. Yeah. And yeah. this is just truly like, the dregs of the dregs of the bottom of the barrel washed up ass like reality shit stars. Also, uh, if any of them want to be on, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, if if Phaedra wants to come guest on nose candy, uh, we got a spot right here for you. So all the housewives wear the same perfume. They all wear Baccarat Rouge. You think they all do. They all do. There was an episode of Beverly Hills where they all went to dinner and it was like, Erica, mm-hmm. Kyle, and Lisa Rinna were all just like, oh my God, you're wearing my favorite perfume. Oh, that's a bummer. We got to like get them on and get them to like dip their toe into the niche world. Maybe they'll be wearing peanut next year. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you for that transition. Because speaking of peanut, not to get on my fucking sewed box about you're peanut. on your peanut sewed box. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> this is important, okay? For our listeners, hmm. this morning I saw an Instagram ad that said, from DS and Durag, that said that there are only 150 bottles of peanut. And I was like, they cannot let those 150 bottles go by without two of them being earmarked for the two divas on this pod. Chloe, I couldn't agree more with you. Like... I feel like it is our constitutional right as women, as women, <laughs> as podcasters. <laughs> I think that we are. Oh, give us our peanut while we're here. Give us our peanut. <laughs> no, girl. Okay. So my friend Ryan, who's a uh-huh. listener of Noah's, love you, babe. Hey, girl. He purchased peanut. So is that to say that so, there were 150 bottles initially, and now there are 149? 149. 
imagine Ryan's the only one who's gotten peanut. I feel like there needs to be the peanut counter, and <laughs> as people buy them, it just goes down. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> the stress! It just never moves. The dial does not move. Yeah, it's like, like an episode of The Traders. It's like dun 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 dun. dun. It's genuinely terrifying to me to imagine a world in which I don't get to have a bottle of peanut. Chloe always like, well, I wonder if you would even like it. He told me that he like he was visiting LA and he had it for me to smell and we didn't connect. Girl, it's neither here nor there whether I like it or not. (laughs) I just need to have it in my collection. Yeah. Okay. So two, please. There's two of us and that's really only fair. So we have a request for our listeners Will you, en masse, please mm. do us the favor of going to the DS Durga Instagram and commenting on the peanut posts at Nose Candy, send them to? What should it, what should it say? What should the comments say? Um, I think it should say at Nose Candy. And then peanut emoji, peanut emoji, peanut yes. emoji, peanut yes. emoji. Yeah. You can choose the amount of peanut emojis you use. Go to the DS and Durga Instagram. <laughs> Go to all of their posts about peanut. Comment at nose candy pod, peanut, 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 peanut. See you play. Also like, and subscribe to our pod. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know what? Follow us on Instagram. Yeah. While you're, while you're doing favors for us. And tell your friends all about nose. Yeah. Yeah. Tell your stinky little friends. Oh my God. Speaking of stinky. Yeah. I want to talk about our topic for today's pod. That is the perfect segue. <laughs> yes. So Chloe and I have been talking about this for a long time. Mm-hmm. This has been in the works for quite a while. The Petula episode. It's here. (laughs) Yeah. It was tricky for me because, you know, girl, I have a ton of patchoulis Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's not about necessarily like sharing the Holy Grail. I think that um, Female Christ Mm -hmm. by 1969 Perfumes, Parfum, I think that's what it is. Um, I think it's like the coolest patchouli that I've smelled, Mm. but we sprayed it on pod before. Yeah. So I wanted something that was new and unique. So I guess I'm like stepping on it already telling you I didn't pick that patchouli, but well, that's one of out of so many options. You know, there's so many like really natty smelling Mm -hmm. patchoulis. And then you have like a, a pretty patchouli. (laughs) Patchouli. (laughs) So, I will say this is an interesting one for me because you're the patchouli diva. I do. I'm just attracted. Like I, if I smell it in something, it makes me like it. But um, I'm sure you have notes like that too, where it's just yeah. like if you, if you detect it, it just makes you like the perfume. Period. I mean, for me, it's fig. Because I, mm. I, I wouldn't say rose. I mean, for me, it's licorice or fig. Those are the two that really are just like when they're in, when you're here, your family. You know, why does fig annoy me, girl? I don't know. You gotta, you're gonna need to work on that. I really do because there's not a lot of notes where I'm just like, I don't quite like this. It's like something about it is just so insanely captivating to me. It's like, it just like it's so like I don't know. It's kind of pussy in a way. Like it's kind of just like there's something so sensual about it and so like it's it's such an erotic scent to me. Yeah. Well, you know what they say about fig. What do they say, babe? <laughs> <laughs> like da 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 and like no more rest of the pod. 
So, okay. We started talking about this because patchouli is like your fave. Mm-hmm. You, as you were just mentioning, like when you smell it in compositions, you respond really positively to it. I feel like uh, I, someone actually asked me about how I feel about it because I told them we were going to be doing this episode. And I was like, I don't really know, honestly, like what I would define my feelings on it as. Because there are some that I really enjoy it in the mix Mm -hmm. of a composition, but a lot of the like straight up like dag nasty patchoulis are like a little too dank for me and like a little sort of like not what I personally want to smell like. That patchouli um, from Bourbon French that I wore to... um KFM mm-hmm. and like really over applied and went crazy. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? I do. Did you enjoy? I loved it. You okay. smelled great. Okay. Yeah. I think to me, it's a great example. Well, first of all, we both adore Angel. Mm-hmm. So that's beginning, middle and end. It's like, Period. and that, you know, famously it's a fruit chuli. Um, and I think that that one speaks to what you're describing where it's very much like blended in the mix. That's the thing. I think that there are lots that, I really enjoy that are part of like signature, interesting, unique blends. Mm-hmm. But like when I let it sing on its own, I'm like, I want to do it. <laughs> Go do back like- and join the chorus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do I like that song? Yeah. Um, that's true. Yeah. And like making perfume, if you want something to smell a little bit like patchouli, it's like mm-hmm. you use the most trace amount because it's so overpowering and crazy. Mm-hmm. But I love, I mean, you and I share this. I love over applying a really strong perfume. Yes. So smelling crazy like patchouli, I think is just like beautiful. Also, babe, I wonder with patchouli, like obviously blah, blah, blah. It's like a hippie smell. Right. That's what I was going to ask you to go into is yeah. like, just talk about like patchouli and in the, in the public consciousness. Cause you're again, like you're the expert. Well, it's um it's I'm really kind of like a naive expert it's anecdotal my findings but you and I grew up I think similarly in a little place called the suburbs Mm -hmm. so the idea of associating patchouli with hippies I just don't do that I didn't grow up in like you know the center of Los Angeles where I had like an awareness of different like personas like that and I didn't grow up in a college town where there were tons of head shops so I, that like, even in, I went to Smith where it was kind of like, there were a lot of hippies, but I still wasn't getting patchouli in my brain or in my nose. Mm -hmm. So that's just not something that I associate with strongly. I think that's also something for old people. Right. Like, I don't think that that's really the same association with our generation, but I do know people that like culturally do think of it still in that. Me too. Who are our age. That just seems like a weird stereotype. I'm trying to think of like another stereotype that's similarly like banal and just like outdated. But anyway, it just feels very, that feels very outdated to me. I think more than that, probably most people who smell patchouli, if you don't get the hippie thing, you get a men's department store Mm -hmm. thing. It's in a lot of like men's Chanel and Dior and because it just has that warm woody yeah, thing. It has kind of like a growling masculinity totally. in certain instances. Yeah. And I feel like And some lift because it's like a little mentholated or something. Yeah. So it's not just like woody and sort of like 
heavy. Mm-hmm. There's something about it that actually offers like, I don't know. There's just, it offers some lift in a composition. Yeah. I think that the, the issue of people having this like weird association with it as like a head shop scent. I kind of feel like I want to use this opportunity to get on my sewed box yet again mm. about something else that I think about a lot, which is that like, with all of those associations, like when you talk to someone and they and you're like, oh, and this is like, or I really love patchouli or I really love vanilla mm-hmm. or something where it's like a super, super, super common note that's like has a perception in the public consciousness. When people have these like super knee jerk reactions to that, I kind of want to just be like, okay, for everyone, can we just challenge those when they come up. Mm -hmm. If there is something where you're like immediately like, no, I have a like immediate association with it. That's like super strong and kind of just like comes out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Like let's all collectively question that, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you want to wipe the slate clean. Yeah. Because I think that truly we, if you approach every note from like a sort of blank, slate perspective there's probably a way in which it's going to surprise you it's interesting hearing you say this because you know i'm going through the rolodex in my mind of notes where i have a strong association that i really can't seem to let go of and one for me is fruit Mm -hmm. smells very juvenile i love the smell Mm -hmm. but it is the scent of juvenilia (laughs) jejun if you will (laughs) naivete don't you think yeah, but I also feel like there's a way. Hmm. I'm trying to think of an example of a fruit scent that is not Gorsland. Gorsland for sure. But Gorsland has some playfulness and levity. Well, that's but but that's exactly what I'm talking about. Where it's like you can still harness that same idea right. that's at the core thing. Like vanilla is a good one in my mind because I think that people think of vanilla as so like basic and boring and sort of like blah blah. But vanilla can be fascinating. Well, um, my dear friend Sylvia, listener of Nose Candy, huge friend of the pod, um, has a whole sewed box about vanilla where. I can't remember exactly what it is. Sylvia, like, call in and explain it to us. But I think that she, like, whatever, vanilla comes from the stamen of an orchid. Mm-hmm. So it's actually very exotic Exotique. and rare. Sexy. Versus, like, basic and, like. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, vanilla has a bad rap, girl. With sex. No, oh, I know. Forget it. They they really fucking like shot vanilla in the foot with that. <laughs> with that pigeon hold her out. Pigeon hold her. Set her free. I don't know if I want to go first. Okay, I can go first. <laughs> so I need you to take the lead, babe. Yeah, I, I really struggled with what to bring for this episode. Okay, I brought a lot of options. Mm. And I think we can explore as we see fit. I have like, I think like five things in my bag. I have one. So I, yeah, I struggled with where I wanted to personally go with it because I was a little bit like, if I just bring you the patchouli queen, Mm. the like a, a, a pure ass, classic ass patchouli scent, you're gonna be like, yeah, I've smelled this before. It's patchouli. Yep, 
You might be wrong though, girl, because there are different, there's like chocolatey patchouli, sure. there's like bad breath patchouli, there's coffee mm-hmm. patchouli. But I wanted to sort of see, so I have some in here that are kind of more classic, Yeah. but I was like, this doesn't really like hit yeah. me the way I want it to. I'm going to start off with one that is like, I was like, oh, I put a little bit of my own stank on it. Okay. So this is kind of like a wine tasting where like, mm-hmm. while you, before you get wasted off of patchouli fumes, mm-hmm. start with the one that has a little bit more nuance. Period. Okay. Period. Okay. But so before we do that, babe, I have a really funny question for you. What do we do on this pod? We rate perfumes. Oh my God. <laughs> well, first we do a blind smell. Right. And then we rate perfumes um, on a schoolyard grading. Mm-hmm. A to F. Yep. And we rate them on the following categories. Initial spritz. Dry down. Longevity. Bottle design. Name. Period. All right, let's get into it, shall we, Dole? Let's get into it. Okay, close your little peepers. What the hell? Hee <laughs> hee. What the hell's all this? Babe, what you think? Well, my brain just like glitched uh-huh. because I was expecting patchouli and there's something else that's really familiar and now I can't latch on to it <laughs> because I was, you zagged completely. Yeah. yeah. So you had a glitch in the mainframe. I did. Yeah. Fuck. Okay, this is creamy and powdery. Mm-hmm. What is it? Yeah, like... I can't... There's something that's like the thing, and I don't know. It's really obvious, babe. This is why this is so funny to me. Rose. Period. Oof! That was tough. That was tough. <laughs> that was tough. <laughs> Crazy. So, Rose is very prominent in this composition. This is beautiful this is exactly the type of rose i love it's gorge but let's get into oh i know what this is i think you probably do but don't guess yet don't guess yet what do you think about the patchouli that's in this i don't get patchouli i get oud interesting i mean like i see what you mean there's a reason why this is what i brought does it have saffron as well? I think it does a little bit. Oh, yummy, scrummy. It's so pretty. So this is like a gorgeous, gorgeous rose. If it's what I think it is, and that's not like fun. That's not a fun game to play, but no. just to give you insight into my internal process, if it's what I think it is, I remember it being like a lot darker and heavier. Mm-hmm. And this is like... It has some lift. It's a fresh rose, actually. It's very fresh. Yeah. But I do... Okay. So I really do get patchouli in this. I I can find it. My nose can find it. Maybe a drop. It's just not, to me, the first thing. But you know what patchouli does. Yeah. It's going to pop out later. Mm -hmm. And then it's going to carry it through the whole day. Yeah. This, I can tell, has some beautiful longevity. Yes. Well, oh, it's a gorgeous scent. So gorgeous. Does it 
remind you of any sense? So for me, um, the Eric Buterbaugh perfume that I wear, the mm-hmm. Rose Ouge, to, it's similar. Yeah. I just think Rose and Oud. It does. The, it's interesting that you're saying Oud and now I'm like, oh, yes, it is Oud also. <laughs> like but not crazy. No, I'm suggestible, but mm. I do get the Oud in it now. Sometimes a woody rose like this. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a woody rose like this really bums me out. Why? Because there's that artificial cedar smell. Mm. It's in a lot of Nasomato perfumes. Okay. You are definitely on to something with like an artificial cedar. I'm smelling it now and I'm like. Well, I was going to say this doesn't do that. Mm. But I mean. No, I kind of get that. Do you not get that now? A little. (laughs) Yeah. But I feel like in general, wood and rose does this thing where it's really sharp. There's this... there's this aroma chemical called lor nor norlimbanol. Okay. That is like a very to me to my notes, it's a super sharp metallic cedar smell. It's an mm-hmm. artificial cedar smell. And people really love it. It's in, you know, that perfume Another 13. Yeah. The Lalabo. Mm-hmm. That to me just smells like a wall of like a magazine page. Mm-hmm. People are fucking obsessed with that perfume. That's like all Norlimbanol. Mm-hmm. So if, I don't know, it's just like something that bums me out. And you know, when you become familiar with an aroma chemical and you're just like, that's the only thing I can smell yeah. now in a composition. When you pull it out, you're just like, well, it's, yeah, totally. This maybe has a little, but it's mostly like a warm, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, this is just, it smells really, really beautiful. Do I have a suggestion for you. Do a thing where you like smell from close and smell from far. Cause from close, it's one thing with a little bit of distance. It's so pretty to me. The throw is crazy. So this is like an aura based perfume. Yeah. To me, the smell really close up is that deeper, like oody patchouli woody mm-hmm. thing, you know, you feel that undergirding the like blast of rose that's on top. But when you do sort of the aura emanating off the top, it's just like a sweet as hell doll head rose. So that's what I was going to say about the rose. There's something that's so sweet. It, there's something fruity. Yeah. But it doesn't smell like a fruit truly. It smells like a rose. oud that's a little fruity. So if you want to buy it, know that, know that. <laughs> He will, your husband will never fulfill you. Know that. Yeah. I mean, no, that's kind of how I feel about it too. I think that I love the sweetness of that faraway aura smell. It's like so pretty. It's a nimbus cloud. It's very nimble. Mm-hmm. Cloud, beautiful perfume, beautiful choice. So I thought that this would be fun for me to choose as my pick just because it is like, it's not like, it's not giving classic patchouli. It's given a little bit of rose. Do you get peach stone fruit? Yes. A hundred percent. But that's the thing. I think that like most of my favorite, most of my favorite rose scents go into like stone fruit plus rose. So like 1969 Mm -hmm. has a bit of stone fruit. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones, but a lot of favorite roses of mine get into that like apricot plummy, like, and also like raspberry mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. kind of like there's syrupy fruit. Totally. At the bottom, at the base totally. of it. Seasonal. Yeah. I don't think this is what I thought it was. Interesting. Well, so do you want to do a rate? You want to start rating? And then once I reveal what it is, I'll tell you why I chose it. Smells like a little bit. Mm-hmm. It smells like Delina a little bit. Wow. But I don't think there's any. I don't think it shares a single. No. <laughs> no. I actually want to look up whether it does because now I'm like, ooh. Doesn't it? It's just beautiful and, and really girly in the same girly way. Girly as hell. Yeah. I think it's like, okay, do you have a sense of where you would place this in an era? Like if you could place this in an, any decade, where would it be? Cause I have a strong sense. I think the, like for me, a, a fruity floral, mm-hmm. I associate with middle school. Interesting. Poisonally. I think it has because of the patchouli, because of the oud, because of the like depth and woodiness of it. Mm-hmm. I think to me, it reads much more mature than that. Like I, I think of it, Aaron. Oh no, no, no! And I think of it as kind of like, like an '80s lady. What do you mean? <laughs> She's just kind of like a businesswoman who owns fifty-one percent of the company. Okay, so this is the businesswoman special. It's the businesswoman special. That's interesting. So you think it's more sophisticated? I think she's a sophisticate. It's so. Why do I? It's youthful to me. That's why I brought up Delina. It is youthful too in that way. Like I'm sort of like, sure. It's like she's a woman who was once a girl and she's <laughs> holding on through a girlhood, a youth. <laughs> I'm really not selling you on my fantasy. I kind of get it. It's like a woman who was once a girl. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Now we're on to, now we're cooking with gas. Yeah, like unlike me. <laughs> Um, yeah. So Delina on the Delina note, I just want to very quickly bring up, I weirdly, so I had that little sample that we talked about on pod Mm -hmm. and I used the rest of it the other day and I was like, wait, fuck, I need a Delina dupe that like is the dupe. Get the dossier. Mm, I want to do a dupe episode part two of like specifically Delina again and get like four of the dupes. Cause there's so many dupes for it now. I was like doing a deep Reddit like research journey and there's like a good like five or six that people like. They have the OG on fragrance nut right now, but I think it's one of those annoying fragrance nut things where it's like more expensive than some bar. I mean, Delina is just like, absurdly expensive. Yeah. It's like stupid expensive. Well, we were talking about that today. There's some perfumes where you're just like, bro. Yeah. That's rude. (laughs) It's rude. Especially, I mean, we talked about this on the Delina episode, so I won't really get into it that much, but I'm like, you're going to charge me all that money to look like that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess it costs a lot of money to look that cheap. Oh, Damn, you make such a good... Well, this is why my collection is full of just like 
piss and shit and armpit and like gasoline because yeah. I'm just like, I'll pay for piss and shit. I'm not going to pay to smell good. You're like, please, sir, I'd like some more. <laughs> Holding out your little bucket for some piss. Yeah. Should we rate it? Let's rate this perfume that we have in our hand. Um, <sighs> initial. Sorry, I'm sorry to deviate again, but now it's going soap dish a little. Mm. I thought that I was carrying with the powder thing initially, but it's in there for sure. Mm-hmm. It's getting soapier. So how is it powdery, oody, which now I don't even know if it's oody. Listen, you're, I have to say, <laughs> it's just as it's getting, staying around, this is not what I was expecting it to do at all, but it's yeah. like, stay, it's getting sweeter and yeah. more powderier and soapier. Which is like, how is it doing that? Bro, she really, how do you do all that? How you do all that? <laughs> when it starts off, it's really like, it's like got depth and like muscular kind of woodiness to it. Yeah. And then it really like gets soapy and girly and flirty. It's almost like a genetic exception where the top notes become the base notes. How does it do that? How they do that? <laughs> do all that okay okay um initial uh okay i'm gonna give it a true initial Mm -hmm. i thought that it was a perfume that now i'm quite positive it's not Mm -hmm. i was very excited by that i felt very smug this and my reaction was based in that feeling of smugness a a because it feels good to feel like you're right but then Mm-hmm. On the dry down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dead air. <laughs> yeah. Well, the dry okay. down really came for me. And the dry down said, nice try, bitch. Got your ass. I'm going to say dry down is A also, but for a completely different reason. It's because it's Delina and we love Delina. And we love Delina. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to rank pretty similarly to you. I think that the initial gets an A plus for me because it's mm. like, for me, it's everything I want a rose to be. It's so pretty. It's a gorgeous rose. And then, so that's A plus. And like literally hitting rose on the head, hitting the nail on the head with rose is like the best thing you can do as a perfume for me. Mm-hmm. So A plus intro. Dry down, I give an A minus because I'm just surprised that that's not kind of like how it stays. The fact that it changes as much as it does is like surprising to me. So shady. I'm not upset. I'm just really surprised. I'm just disappointed. (laughs) It's just really surprising. Yeah. It's curious. Curious. I feel like, ooh, it goes doll heady. Doll heady to the max. I, think, I guess maybe I'll bump it to an A because I actually do really love what this currently smells like. I do too. I just like, I felt burned a little bit. I was mm-hmm. like, how could you betray me like that? The dry down, have you smelled Annabelle's birthday cake, the Marissa Zappas? I have. Kind of does that for me. Yeah. It's Powder. crazy how this is not the same person as the initial in any world. Like this is a froofy, like 
quinceanera dress little girl. Fru-fru. It is like truly like Barbie doll in a frilly little pink dress. Mm, I wonder what's in it that it shares with Annabelle's birthday cake. Yeah. It's so, it's so doll heady. It's so Delina. It's so sweet. Is there tuberose maybe a little? Maybe. I really want to look at what the notes are. Anyway, okay, so those are initial dry down. Longevity, I actually haven't really worn it to know. Well, now it's operating so differently on the dry down. I, I think my initial thought that the longevity was crazy, I don't know anymore. I don't think so. I wonder if this smell that it has dried down to, which it dried down also very quickly it to did. this. It did. it did. So if it stays around as this hyper sweet sugar bomb, I'm into that. And I feel like. But it's a unique sugar. I wouldn't say sugar bomb because it's so fucking sweet, girl. But when you say sweet, I think of marshmallow or sponge sugar. And this is like. It's powdery sugar. It's a powdered pic- sugar. It's a pix- pixie stick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes. I. It, it's like. No, it is really sweet. I see what you mean. It's funny though. I. It's not like a vanillic sweetness. No, it's, it's a not. Florally sweetness. It's a floral sweet for sure. It's. I mean, you know, it still has rose DNA. Yes, it does. But it's like, yeah, it's like rose doll head mm-hmm. um, candy. It's dollhead candy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's dollhead candy. And that's the that on that. Okay, so longevity, I, I don't know. I, I can't tell. I can't tell. Should we do an NA? I want to... I mean, I'm going to give it a B, maybe. I, I am too, and there's no reason why. And sometimes just like... Sometimes teacher like doesn't read the whole paper, and then yeah, they grade it. Like, Whatever, <laughs> fucking B. Who has time for that? She's, she was up late uh, pounding Monster Energy drinks. She's, you know... <laughs> but not doing her job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her drug of choice, Monster Energy. Oh, my God, I get this away from me. Yeah. Well, you keep grabbing it. Babe. I know, I know. It's it's like just close enough that I can grab. It looks so cute with your outfit. It does. Okay, so let's talk about our next two categories. Wait, babe. It's the reveal is oh, metier premier radical rose. Was that what you were expecting? No. What did you think it was? I thought it was. I think it's called Jeroboam mm. Oriento. I think that's the Oh, name. I know that one. Yeah. Yeah. Lev owns that one, I think. It's beautiful, but that's a way darker. Mm-hmm. This is a, a brighter perfume. Yeah. And then it just goes sweet and powder. So, okay. So this is Materie Premier Radical Rose. I brought this because I had a really interesting experience at Scent Bar the last time I was in there. Mm. I was talking to Johnny and we were talking about our mutual love of Rose scents. And I was like, Oh, he won't shut up about Rose. No. And there's a couple where he's but just like, same here. So we were like, but it's like two how, peas in a pod. How do you have like a photo memory, like a photo olfactory, mm-hmm. a photographic olfactory memory where he's just like, this is a true velvet Rose petal. I'm like, when's the last time you smelled one of those? Yeah. Well, anyway. but like, I feel, I feel him on that, yeah. honestly. Yeah. So 
we were talking about what the most photorealistic mm-hmm. rose is. You know, we, we both had picks for like our favorite ones that are like just photorealistic rose. Yeah. And then I was like, well, the ones that I've always thought of from scent bar that are like the most, just like, this is a rose. Here you go. Were Rose Highland. And he was like, Oh, that's actually like a saffron scent that just like calls itself a rose. I, that one to me is not photorealistic rose either. Well, but I smell. Well, then I smelled it and I was like, girl, you did not lie. Johnny is so annoying because he has the best nose on the planet. Yeah. So you'll say something and he'll be like, no bitch. How about this? And you're just like, <laughs> and, and like he was 100% right. Yeah. It was saffron Yeah. as hell. Yeah. And then I was like, well then also radical rose. Everyone always tells me you got to go get radical rose if you like rose get radical rose and he's like oh that's interesting i think of that as a patchouli scent and i was like it's really not giving patchouli come on and now that it's on i'm like yeah no i don't really johnny johnny explain yourself (laughs) we'd like to challenge you step into our office please (laughs) um so we but in the moment I smelled it and I was like, whoa, like you're fucking right the fuck on. And as I was there to acquire samples for the patchouli sode, yeah. I was like, period, this is going to be my patchouli pick. Yeah. I mean, it's an amazing patchouli pick because it's sneaky. It's so sneaky. So the thing about Metier Premier, I could like talk about this line forever is I can't remember exactly what the story is, but this the perfumer who makes these mm-hmm. is from Gross and his father was from Gross also and was, as I recall, like an old school perfumer. And he actually grew up mm-hmm. either on his property or nearby with all of like the materials that are native to, I think they're native to Gross, but that are like very prevalent in Gross that make it like a perfume capital. So Rose mm. de Mai, lavender mimosa so he's really into those natural raw materials and you and i like very much gravitate towards perfumes that have like a synthetic like yeah fantastical thing but i think that he does something really wonderful with like just very very pretty florals yeah like a very gifted well i love french flower by Mathieu Premier. beautiful. That one is very, I mean, the first time I ever smelled it was with Maddie Kunkel. And is that the tuberose? It's tuberose. Yeah. It's, but I, I think it's so ricey. Mm. It's so like starchy to me mm. in a gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous way. In the way that like some of those like white florals can be kind of like in the same like chokadee sort of way. Mm-hmm. But like obviously chokadee is like attempting to do a, rice thing yeah whereas this i felt like was a little bit like just me picking it up the first time that david tried to sell me chokity which he did successfully it like took one second he described it as glutinous rice yeah i mean it's like i was like don't threaten me with a good time it's giving gluten because gluten is like so like illegal yeah exactly <laughs> we're gluten free in this household so okay this the perfumer is aurelian gouchard Bonjour. And um, this set on Fragrantica, it says the main accords are rose, warm, spicy, patchouli, mm. woody, amber, earthy, floral, balsamic, fresh, spicy, metallic. I don't get metallic at all. A little. 
No. <laughs> okay. I'm usually very easy to convince, but I'm like, no. Um, so the notes that it gives are rose, patchouli, saffron, labdanum, pepper. That's it. Allegedly, girl. I'm just reporting the facts. Don't shoot the fucking don't, messenger, girl. Don't call them facts. You're reporting the fragrantic. The, the fracks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what do you have to say about that? Really interesting. Is powdery on one of the accords? Uh, the accords, I like. don't even fuck with them yeah, anymore yeah, yeah. because they're so random, but is powdery on one of the accords? It's no, not even there. Not even there. Y'all, this be powdery. In yeah. my opinion. Someone on Fragrantica in the review section said, whoever said it smells like typical strong 1980s perfume, they were right. So oh, much patchouli. Said. Yeah. So much patchouli, nothing modern or fresh here, quite suffocating. One thing though, it's impossible to get rid of. Every room I've thrown the test strip in smelled of this for days. So, and oh, someone else said longevity is outstanding. Okay. Someone said, Two to three hours after the first spray, there's a very sweet, almost honey-like note developing, which is actually quite nice. Tell me, smell it again and tell me it's not metallic. I mean, okay. It's getting sharper in the dry down. I see what you mean. Yeah. Like Delina was just a blip. Yeah. What is going on? No, I still get the Delina though, personally. It's giving Delina's cousin. Naughty cousin. Naughty little cousin who comes to visit for the summer. <laughs> From grass. Yeah. I love, I'm holding the test card mm-hmm. as if it's the bottle. I love the way this bottle looks. Yeah. I'll show you the pick of the bottle so you can. It's very expensive looking. And I don't think it's cheap, by the way. Yeah. And sometimes the way things look is the truth. It's a little pissy on the juice. Mm-hmm. I love the way the bottle looks. I think that describe the bottle for the people. It's hard. Like if I had to describe it, I would say like vibe wise. Mm -hmm. Stay with me. No, (laughs) I'm gone. Bye. It's it's a Byredo vibe in that it's architectural with text, but it slays. Yeah. I think I know what you're talking about in it's, it's like a, like, Slant rhyme with Byredo design. Totally. In that it's like both are minimal architectural text. Sans serif. They have a really similar, the, 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 um, the labels and the graphic design of the labels have a very similar relationship to negative space. Very well put. Do you know what I mean? Very well put. So I, I totally see the simil- similarities, even though they don't like look the same. Also, Metier Premier is just a really fucking good name for perfume. Yeah. Primary materials. Like mm-hmm. that's just really fucking, or first materials or something. That's just really good. And the bottle, we don't physically have the bottle right now, but it's like a big, heavy glass bottle. Yeah. She has some heft. I think this is a hundred ML. I guess I'm not going to find that on Free Brunswick. Yeah. Aurelion. So, okay. So what do we think of the name? <sighs> Radical Rose. I love the way it looks on the label. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, the bottle, are we, have we, are we waiting to rate the bottle? Yeah. I mean, I just switched the order for no reason. I give the bottle 
an A for some reason. I think in terms of the okay. aesthetic, it does a good, no, not A, come on, A minus, but because the aesthetic isn't my favorite, but in terms of the aesthetic, it's the best version I've seen. Yeah. I'm going to give it an A minus also. I think it's like, I, I can't fault it for much, but it's not like personally, I'm not like, whoa, I think it would have to be something that like lights me up a little bit more for it to go above a minus. But does it not catch the eye in Scent Bar? Definitely. I mean, the whole Materie Premier section at Scent Bar is captivating. Isn't that funny? I couldn't even tell you why. And it's interesting that it draws the eye so much. There is kind of like a, like, um, uh, sort of muscularity to it. Like there, there's like a, Real it's strength like a, to that. A short guy with muscles. Yeah. <laughs> the bottles are really giving like short, like juiced up king. Yeah. So no that. I love a short juice head personally. So if any are listening, hey. <laughs> Call us. Yeah. If you're bald and like five five and jacked to hell. If you get our me. voices confused, that's Chloe speaking. Yeah. <laughs> you're like as Natty, <laughs> do not fucking come at me. Don't call me. Yes. Um, okay. So yeah, A for yeah. the bottle. The name. Oh, so you say so. You say A for the bottle. I said A minus. Sorry, I said A minus too. I'm really fucked up on Monster. I don't even know what I'm, I'm talking so about. So fucked up on Monster. <laughs> um, we need the, to go back to Guru for next up. This is crazy. This is too crazy. Um, for the name, like B plus. Even though I truly don't like the name. Mm-hmm. Because Metier Premier is such a good name. And gotcha. it looks so good on the bottle. What's your beef with Radical Rose? Radical is one of the worst words. Radical Rose. It's horrible. It's kind of like they were naming a Capri Sun flavor. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's horrible in like the 80s way. Uh-huh. It's horrible. In the in 90s the, way. In exa- words out of my mouth. Yeah. The literal and the figurative usage are both despicable bad diabolical yeah oh you're making me hate the name too i kind of like was fine with it i had no like real strong aversion to it i have to i mean i love okay one thing about me i love alliteration so the rr is cute oh, to me god copywriting stuff same i couldn't agree more Girl, yeah i couldn't agree more like um i'm right there with you How- it scratches an itch you know okay but can i pause it something please it's a name that you either love or hate. I don't really think you can be in the yeah. middle of the road. I mean, I kind of was middle you're of the middle. road about it. You're middle. I was like, okay, things that I like. It mm-hmm. indicates that it's a rose immediately. I like rose. Mm-hmm. Yay. Oh, I feel that. <laughs> like my like insanely like stupid brain was just like, okay, cool. Your Yay. receptors got activated. That's all I need, honey. Yeah, yeah. And so that was cool for me. And then- Radical, I kind of just was like tuning it out. You glossed over. (laughs) You glazed. Yeah. I mean, I definitely was kind of like thinking of it in the terms of like, like radical as its usage in like theory or something like academic, not like. I hate that. Yeah. I wasn't thinking of it in terms of like radical dude. Obviously not. Yeah. Can you imagine? I was thinking of like, like political radicals have like stormed the Capitol or something. Now I understand what Johnny said when he said patchouli. He means a Mitsuko patchouli, which is the first thing you said is it mm-hmm. smells like an 80s. I think you were getting at it. It smells like an 80s Shipra. 
Yes, it does. And the Sheepra thing is there on the dry down. Ain't nothing but a Sheepra thing. <laughs> God, I'm so stupid. Okay, anyway. Okay, close your eyes, girl. Oh, okay, wait. So, did we do it? I, did I write? It's over. <laughs> Babe, I didn't write. Oh, you didn't write? I didn't write the name. No. A lot of talk and no action. Yeah, that's how it is with me. Okay, the name gets a B minus. Oh, okay. Okay. And then we're done. Okay. Oh. Rocking and ruling. This is unprecedented. The fact that we're open eyes spraying each other with a perfume. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is beautiful. Dry down and opening are... The immediate opening mm. is really uh, different than how it dries down. This one needs a minute, actually. I almost wish I sprayed up first. It's giving a little bit. Why am I? Why is it feeling buttery to me? I know why. Because it is. It's smooth. Yeah. It is so smooth. But it's kind of like, yeah, it, it has that like buttery, decadent sort of like. I have another bee. Baked good thing. Baked good for sure. Bubble gum. Mm. Which I've never smelled before in this perfume. I have to do a little bit of mental gymnastics for that one. I've been um, chewing a lot of bubble gum. <clears throat> Bubble gum flavored gum because I got oh. a two week pass at Soul Cycle. Uh huh. And there's free gum at the front because I guess people like to chew gum when they're just like in hell spinning okay, for 45 minutes. Seems kind of like a dangerous thing to do, no? Chloe, <laughs> it's so clear you never work out. You're yeah. just like, you could hurt yourself yeah. chewing gum and being physically active. <laughs> yeah, like, can't you not walk and chew gum? <laughs> I kind of feel like the same principle applies, no? But they have bubblegum flavored gum, so I've been chewing a lot of it. Okay, so this is cool. You know why it's giving... Sorry to go on and on. If you're not getting it, it's not even going to be interesting to you. But the bubblegum thing for me, I think, is actually the patchouli Mm -hmm. because there's that minty, almost like a heliotrope, like Colgate minty thing with patchouli. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it's not a bubblegum perfume at all. You would have to really stretch. I'm searching. Yeah, you'd have to search. I'm really like, my nose is digging around. Yeah. This smells very different than I remember. It's definitely like got like a, um, a springy chewiness though. Which is so funny. That's just not what I remember at all. I remember it being so smooth. Do you, this might be me being kind of stupid, but do you get licorice at all? I do. Ooh. I get the vibe. Yeah. There might be like an aldehyde in it that ha- that's like an anisic aldehyde. I, I get love anisic. Anisic. I get the vibe, but patchouli and licorice, I think, share some. I was some, just going to say. Yeah, they share some DNA. kind of giving play cousin, no? I mean, Chloe, this is so us being soulmates where yeah. you're just like, I love licorice. And I'm like, I love patchouli. And we're Wait. just like... But we can't, like, we're just like, we like different things. Like, they're really different. Like, one makes me me and one makes me you. And then we, like, smell each other's wrists and we're like, exactly the same. No, but actually, that's kind of perfect because, like, 
I do feel like we have a lot of tastes in common, mm. but we also do kind of like put our own little freaky deaky zag on it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Because well, it'd be so boring to listen to the pod otherwise. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I, I, I like this a lot. I think it's like. It's smelling way. Sorry. What were you going to say? Well, it's not. At first I was like, oh, it's like buttery and baked goody and like whatever. Now it's not that at all to me. It has some real lift to it. It's just not yeah. how I remembered it. It's def- so also for the listener, it's very much like patchouli is at the core of it, at the heart of it to me. Do we agree it's yes, totally. Do we agree it's a round, shiny, plasticky patchouli? Yes. A hundred percent. So the perfume I wanted you to smell. Mm-hmm. And forgive me, I'll put the name in the liner notes. It's an Italian perfumer and I can't remember what the name is. Okay. But it's called Vampirum. Ooh, fun. And it smells like, when I describe the notes, you're going to be like, girl. It smells like mini Halloween candy. Okay. Like um, really waxy like Mars bars. Mm-hmm. And um, plasticky patchouli. It's so you're but just like you. made for yeah like it was literally it was made for me it was yeah. made for me and I was dying for you to smell it because it's for me a great example it in a very different way it's kind of metier premier pilled mm-hmm. radical rose pilled because the patchouli you have to smell it till the dry down and only on the dry down are you just like oh doy like this was staring me in the face the entire time yeah so initially you just get that plasticky candy thing and then when the patchouli breaks through you're just like. Damn. You're like, when that patchouli hits. Sam. <laughs> when the patchouli hits. When the patchouli drops. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, this is pretty. This is like... I love it, but not as much as I remembered. Yeah. Can I have a little bit more of it, actually? Oh, I want to, like, make sure it's popping. This has been on my FB list for a long time, and now I'm not so sure. Like, scratch that off. Babe... I want to like say something, but I don't even want like words or spells. And I'm kind of afraid to speak it into the universe, but it is my truth. Okay. It's been some time since I've smelled something that's knocked my socks away. Isn't that a shame? A crying shame. I think you have to just kind of like get back out there. Yes. (laughs) Because I feel like I sort of went through this a little bit in the winter, like, like in the end of last year. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I I don't actually remember when, cause it's like hard to pinpoint well, because also, we, the monster. Yeah. You're drunk. I'm drunk as hell <laughs> off monster. <laughs> the juice got me loose. The juice. There was a period though, in the last couple months where I was like, Oh, I don't know. Like nothing's really like fully hitting for me. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was like, okay, I kind of like got a lot of my, my things that really like check the boxes that I need. That might be part of it too. When you get a lot of things on your list, you're kind of like, well, what now? Yeah. I kind of think that it is worth doing two sort of contradictory things. Thank you. I need advice. Actually. Okay. I think it is worth sitting with and really enjoying and contemplating the things you have like deeply, 
which we do obviously on this pod. Barely, girl. I have so many in my collection that I never touch. So thank you. Great advice. But like literally shop your closet, yeah. you know, like yeah. go back in and be like, what did I really like? Like, like take it almost as a project. Well, like I had a thing where like two years ago or so, I like set myself a challenge because I was feeling kind of like bored with my clothes. I was like, I'm going to do like a different um, theme every week for the outfits that I put together. So I was like, oh, this is like suit week. And every outfit I put together is a suit. Or, oh, this is like... So you kind of did like... Color blocking week. You did a viral marketing campaign with your life. Yeah, literally. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and like for no one, just for me. You did a takeover of your own life. (laughs) No, but like honestly, doing little things like that helps you to jumpstart your like interest in what you already own. And then if you have that, then I think the opposite advice, which you should do after that, is to like really just get back out there and yeah. kind of like sample like like do blind buys yeah. do like sampling of stuff that you wouldn't have that you've never heard of before I'm with you babe it was yeah I okay I appreciate this there was a time right after I left Sempar actually where I would pretty much on the nightly take my nerdy little blotter strips mm-hmm. and just in bed smell perfume before Girl, I went to yeah. sleep just to have fun and now I'm just kind of like I'm over all of y'all. Well, also, I I also think that like we're not in a time of the year that it is like super conducive to like enjoying a lot of things. Excellent point. Do you know what I mean? Like, Excellent it's point. cold, it's dank, it's fucking like wet as hell it's outside. Wet. It's wet. It's hard to smell things when it's wet. And like you're just not like outside in the world like doing as much. You know what? That is huge. And I do think it's hard to smell things mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. I don't have much more of an explanation than that. It's like, okay, when it's beautiful and sunny, mm-hmm. things warm on your skin. Mm-hmm. They like evaporate into an aura that surrounds you. When it's just like wet, yeah, you kind of just smell like cigs all the time. Yeah. Or like wet dog. Or wet dog. Yeah. It's just gross. Okay. I think that like, this too shall pass. Yeah. Thank but you. also there's like, I would recommend that strategy of like really doubling down on what you already own and then like really forcefully putting yourself out mm-hmm. there and like really trying to like rev the engines again with new stuff. It's time. It's time. I mean, the last perfume that really knocked my socks off was Attaque Le Soleil. Yeah. Le Soleil which we both are completely obsessed with. But I do think that it's one of those where it works actually in like dark, Mm -hmm. dank, wet weather. It definitely does. And there's not a lot of perfumes that can operate like that. Okay. Seasonality used to think it was a myth. Kind of now. We're changing our tune. Or at least not that it's a myth. That's wrong. Mm -hmm. But that it's um, mischaracterized. Well, I think we both think that it is given too much prominence in how people make decisions. Well, it's too literal. Like it's too literal lemons for summer, which by the way, I don't even want to talk about actual produce because obviously citrus is a winter fruit, but that's neither (gasps) here nor there. No, but like shots fucking fired. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? Like lemony iced tea fragrances in summer and in winter, like boozy, whatever. I don't need to bore everyone with something we talk about all the time, but it's just wrong. It's fucking wrong. It's wrong. Well, okay. Do you want to rate the initial? I think that my grade for the initial, 
honestly, the more I like, the more time I spend with it, the more licorice it feels to me. So I'm like, mm, I like it. It's getting an A minus for me. I like it. I don't think it's like, like rocking my fucking world. Do you prefer the dry down? I can't really tell if it's in its dry down yet fully. It's getting there. It does take a while. It take. It feels like it's still. I will say the intro had like it, on immediate application. It was like the patchouli really jumped out, and then as it's sort of like cooling off, I feel like. It's getting into different territory, but... Do you get tobacco in an acro smoke way? Not really. Try it wet again. Yeah. There's something, um, to be as esoteric as possible, it smells like the air around something that's been sealed shut. I was just going to say, my, my thought about it was like, this sounds so stupid, but it, it's like cloud. It's like very like puffy, cloudy airy it's very airy there's something atmospheric atmospheric but it's not ozonic no but there is something that first wet application is very patchouli Mm -hmm. like it's like a distinct patchouli kind of like but but if you're someone who likes a natty nasty headshot patchouli this is not that at all this is a plasticky shiny patchouli So, okay, I'm going to give the intro, the initial, an A minus. I'm going to give the dry down because I feel like now having the initial back to compare against, I'm going to give the dry down a B plus because I just like it, it kind of clouds out, you know, gets into really. Would you wear it? Yeah, I feel pretty meh about it. Like, it's fine. It's not, like, lighting me up, though. The opening, I really, really like. But you can tell, and I know you're going to agree with this, Mm -hmm. you can tell on the opening that it doesn't smell the way it's going to smell. Yeah, for sure. So it really demands that you sit with it and give it a second. So the opening is exciting because it is anticipatory. Mm -hmm. And for that reason, I give it an A. Yeah. The dry down is tough, Mm-hmm. because I remember being obsessed with this perfume. Yeah. And now that I'm stuck in my fucking doldrums and I'm Eeyore and yeah. I, nothing is exciting me. No, oh, baby. Which is so, it's so goofy, but. That's I your like, truth. It's my truth. Like I have to give it an A minus. Yeah. Even though it has some of my absolute favorite notes. Okay. So what are the notes? Let's talk about the notes. As I recall. Sure. So this is tricky because it's almost like irrelevant. But I remember this smelling like patchouli and vanilla and that was it. Okay. <gasps> the note that I was thinking. This is cuckoo. Apple cider. Oh. It doesn't smell like apples and it doesn't smell like cider, but it's apple cider. <laughs> okay. A really like um, sedimenty, uh-huh. hippie apple yeah. cider. You go, you pull into the farm stand next to the apple orchard. It, 
do you not get cider? Yeah, yeah, I do. It's such a weird. It's random. It's as so. Hell. I think that's like a that's a combination of things that are creating a cider yeah. accord. It's dead to me. It's like really amorphous and floaty of a scent. It, it, it it's tough for me to really pinpoint much of what's in it. Not to be pedantic, but what do you mean by floaty? Just kind of like blobby nebulous like it's like like everything that i'm picking up feels very mixed together nothing is super distinct rising to the surface that initial like i was saying there is that one patchouli thread that i can like pull hold on to but i just don't like everything else that's in it it's just very like blobby 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 there's no stake in the ground i have to say I'm doing a lot of uh, emotional work right now Go to bring off. myself back to when I used to be obsessed with this perfume. Yes. The first time I tried it, I would have, I got a bunch of decants and I would keep them on my coffee table and just put them on as I was watching TV because it was so comforting. Girl, smell the Radical Rose now. <laughs> now Radical Rose is just like a powdery 80 sheep bra. Yeah. Now it's just like a rose shipra. This is like why perfumers who use high quality natural materials. Big naturals. <laughs> you know, we are always on our soda box about how like perfume shouldn't be expensive. Mm-hmm. But like if you're really using high quality natural materials, it, it takes you on a crazy journey. Yeah. This has we've the made The proof is in the pudding. We've the proof is in the damn pudding. We've made 3 stops at 3 different train stations mm-hmm. with completely different views. Yeah. It it's a beautiful rose sheep right now. Radical, radical I rose. I will tell you smelling that against the perfume that I brought, mm-hmm. I still prefer mine. Just for my own personal taste, I prefer it. Mm-hmm. Um longevity, you know it's going to last forever. This? Oh yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Okay, is it almondy at all? Yeah, it gives. I me, had never thought of that. It's so almondy. It's really almondy for sure. Yeah, for sure. I and I was writing out a list of my favorite notes, and almond is definitely in the mix I for love me it too, girl. You almond, just got that marzipan candy. I know. <laughs> well, see, this is the thing, though. So I love almond scents. Mm-hmm. I love marzipan mm-hmm. as like a thing to eat, but like. Almond, like there are certain almondy scents that make me smell like some kind of like hybrid almond paste play doh person, and that I love. But I'm like, does this seem super like juvenile and like not? It feels like it's like like there's a lack of complexity there. And I've talked about this on other episodes, so I'm kind of like harping on old territory. But I'm like. When I'm out and about in the world and I smell like a log of marzipan, Mm -hmm. do people find that like cool and interesting or are they just like, okay, Play-Doh bitch. Girl, last time we were at Tex, Mm -hmm. after you left the table, everyone was talking about you and they were like, that girl smells like a log of marzipan and it's really juvenile (laughs) and she's a loser. (laughs) For a second, I thought you were actually being serious and I was like, oh my God. Oh my god! I wish everyone would talk about me like that. 
She's such a bitch. No, I know what you're saying. I mean, babe, this is why it's just like we can't wear perfume for other people because no, it's just no, like no, no. I, I take your point, but it's just like, and listen, like, am I gonna stop buying marzipan scented perfume? No, no, you won't. Absolutely not. No, you won't. I mean, I guess like the 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 almond paste play doughy thing that's in this. I love. It's like that's a that's a note. That's a direction that always gets me like a little. The one thing I love that too. The one thing I don't like about this today is the mentholated lift. I want it to be just like yeah. earthy, creamy, comforting. But that's the patchouli, though. No. Yes, but there are different patchoulis. Not all of some of them are like a. Oh, I hate when people describe perfume this way, but a dirtier patchouli. Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> and this one is like a more minty. Okay. Um, so long jab. I give it an A mm-hmm. personally. I'm going to give it an A minus because I don't really know. Mm-hmm. I haven't worn it for long enough to really tell. I can't really like things that are like this. I don't usually feel like last on me super well. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say A minus and just go, go with that. You think it lasts forever. So I'm going to trust you. And then, so what the fuck is this shit? It's Lori Rodkin Gothic one. There we go. Okay. I was actually debating getting a sample of that to bring for this. Uh, but then I was like. I was actually kind of afraid you do, you did because you said that yeah. you brought a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Okay. I'm just pulling up. the. But what if I had? Like what would you have done if, I had, if that had been my choice? Well, that's what happened with Lara when yeah. we were all going to bring fragrances that had to do with Gap Grass. Mm-hmm. I was going to bring Trudon Duh. Wow. And then I caught a little She peak. beat you to <laughs> She the beat me to it. So I had to pick something else. Okay. So Gothic 2. So we're on the Fragrantica page. The bottle design is incredibly glam. Couldn't be better. We are both really obsessed with these little bottles. They're little, they're square. It's basically just the name Lori Rodkin in like the sexiest goth font imaginable. It's so good. And I mean, we like, we're talking about this earlier, but it's not New York Times goth. No. It's not like the gothic where you're just like, been there, done that. Mm-hmm. She created something brand new. It's very, uh, it's kind of like glam rock goth a little bit too. But you know what's so funny, babe? I mean, and that's totally her reputation as a designer. Yeah. She's very like, you know, you know, it's like chrome hearts, like designing for like rockers who I think are. It's designed for Adam Lambert. But don't you think Chrome Hearts is kind of for like old people? Kind of, a little bit. Why do I think that? You know why I think that? Because of that housewife who was a witch who I'm obsessed with. This perfume is so fucking Carlton. This is Carlton. I have never seen anything, especially just the bottle design. I've never seen a more Carlton ass bottle. But don't you think that Chrome Hearts is for? rich people in their early fifties. Yes. Yeah. And that's not to say that like, I am I to deny. I would love to be rocking a sweatshirt like Lisa Rinna. <laughs> that, I mean, that would be fab. Um, babe, I want to say something about the name Laurie Rodkin. Yes. Yes. 
Does the name, what are you pulling up? I'm trying to find this funny Carlton thing. <laughs> you're just, you're, you're just like, on uh, a different wave right now. Yeah. Hold, hold the phone. We're talking about perfume. Well, it's just like, I just started thinking about Carlton and I couldn't stop. I just wanted to find this again. This is a post from, um, incredible Instagram account, Yolanda Fister, which is just a screenshot of one of Carlton's blog posts from 2013. Kyle's words show what an ignoramus she is. Point blank period. I mean, do Kyle's words not? Wait, do you remember in that episode where Carlton set a spell on Kyle and she made her screensaver on her laptop? Larva. (laughs) It was like, it was like travesty wraith larva. I want to be more of a techno pagan. I want to start sending spells to people's computers. Wraith coded spells. Wraith as spells. Yeah. Anyway, love Carlton. Oh my God. This is why your brain like can only process traitors right now because it's filled with words like wraith and larva. Larva. (laughs) Sorry. Can't come over. My brain is full of larva. Oops. Yeah. But the name Lori Rodkin. Mm-hmm. As rocking as she is, as Carlton coded as she is, if someone said, oh, I'm going to my mom's best friend's house, mm-hmm. would her name just not be Lori Rodkin? <laughs> but she would also look like Carlton. I have to, to tell you, I disagree. I think Lori Rodkin is a very like sure. OC housewife name. Sure. And not from the show. Like literally like No, like uh, like your your friend's your mom. Your friend's mom. Yeah. Lori is the most your friend's mom name. That well, there literally, is. yeah. My high school best friend's mom's name was classically Lori. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so for that reason, I think I have to give the name an A plus. Yeah, sure. The way that she shapeshifts. And also the <laughs> fact that okay, so it's gothic one, but if you look at the bottle, and we're going to go into detail about the bottle, because the bottle is a silent fucking killer. Yeah, babe, describe the bottle. Well, the bottle is like, you know what it actually looks like to me? To me? Do you remember those nail polishes called butter? Yes. <laughs> I actually a hundred percent do. They were like the first, like niche nail polish Mm -hmm. so it so nail polish you know for anyone who doesn't know there's a monopoly in case you weren't familiar (laughs) nail polish is when you put pretty colors on your nails in case you've been living under a fucking rock there's two nail polish brands yeah that have completely cornered the market and those are se and op yes when butter burst on the scene Butter was the first niche nail polish that was thrown at Stonewall. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember if I was in middle school or high school, but uh-huh. I remember it was because OP is already expensive. Not that I've ever bought. I haven't bought a bottle of nail polish in literally 20 years, but yeah. OP, let's say it's 10 bucks. <laughs> That's a guess. You're of. very like arrested development. Like how much could one banana cost? How much could one OP nail polish cost? $10? <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. But I think it's something like that. So, okay, let's say that OP is 10 Butter was like 25 Don't you remember? Yeah. Butter was super expensive, and the colors were like slay. But you're just kind yeah. of like... The, thing, the difference between Butter and OP... And I'm going to be talking about this for a while. So mm-hmm. I think that... I'm, I'm glad that we're 
on topic. Yeah. Um, the difference between butter and OP is butter is the boutique hotel to OP's Hyatt. Mm-hmm. So you go to the Hyatt in Kansas City, it's going to be giving Hyatt. Sure. You go to the Park Hyatt in Tokyo, it's better than any hotel that you've ever seen in sure. your life. But Butter... Uh-huh. Is that Park Hyatt? It's the Park Hyatt, but it has such a smaller offering. Mm-hmm. And all of the offerings were really beautiful. But it's in Japan. But it, but like you have to buy the flight. You have to buy yeah. the flight to Japan. It's hypothetically in Japan. Whereas I'm not whereas like OP had the same exact colors and they were just as beautiful, but because they diluted it with a hundred million thousand other colors, yeah. you didn't see it as glam. Yeah. Here's the thing. As a writer, I'd like to talk about something called editing. Mm-hmm. And Butter was an editor. Yeah. Okay. They yeah. came through and they said, we're only going to do this butter yellow, sky blue. Which promoted the idea of exclusivity, which made... Refinement. It, refinement and discernment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that quality was appealing enough to deserve a higher price tag. Right. When we were at this gorgeous liquor store that we were just at. At 9 a.m. At 9 a.m. Looking at the full case of offerings in energy drink world, we were like, maybe we should get a Celsius. Seems like those are popular on set in production. (laughs) And what are we, if not Hollywood divas? Girl, there were three rows full of different Celsius varieties. And it was kind of like black cherry and white cherry. It was like that, like to that degree. And they were like random combos of things too. It was like, like lychee. (laughs) They were like so random and the graphic design is so bad. But basically I was just thinking to myself, I was like, you gotta like take a page out of the monster energy playbook, baby. Two offerings. Keep it simple. Two. What, Keep it simple, but what stupid. what was blue? Blue was low carb. <laughs> <laughs> but like, blue all you green. need is like an iconic logo, simple graphic design that tells a story. Yeah. Little monster. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're really talking about the difference between a high fashion and mass market. Exactly. But... Monster energy is high fashion. Monster is high fashion. And here's just to get... And take guru it, is couture. <laughs> Mama, <laughs> sorry. Take it back. Please lead us back. Yeah. Um, I don't need to keep talking about butter <laughs> because you made a perfect transition because that's to say Lori really is, she does one thing and she does it really beautifully. Yep. And it's that iconic bottle, which frankly is not that unique. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be totally surprised if it were from Alibaba. Totally. It's just square, fits nicely in the hand. It has kind of like a silvery, pewtery top. Yeah. And then Lori Rod, it's a clear bottle, but Lori Rodkin is almost invisible, but it's kind of a frosted mm-hmm. um, print or text. Some text. Yeah. Um, and it's called Gothic One, but on the bottle, it's just the Roman numeral one. And that's all you fucking need. If you know, you know. I give this bottle an a fucking plus same 
And I think it's really like, to me, it's a grade that's like, I want to encourage other brands to be a little bit more like all Lori. Well, no, Chloe. Yeah. What if more people did this? It wouldn't be as special. Well, sure. But I think that like, in Do the, your spirit, own thing. the spirit of it is what I mean. Do your own thing. It's like, I don't need you to be a master of none, you know? Mm. Like, I don't need you to, like, fucking throw everything in the kitchen sink at everything and try to do a million different... Like, focus in on a edited-down, pared-down set of offerings. Well, yes. And do what you do well exceptionally. <laughs> Bring it to the runway <laughs> and serve the <laughs> Couture. But you know what I'm saying though? Like yes. really like hone in on like what makes your thing its most encapsulated best version of itself and just do that really exceptionally well. I agree with you. And I think part of what's so beautiful about this is just conceptually, it's all about the juice inside. Mm-hmm. It almost doesn't have a label at all. And that's, and I love that. It's really like, what are you buying? It's going to go ahead and be perfume. Mm-hmm. Like Metier Pre- Premier, it is a beautiful bottle, but the reason I was saying it's by Rado Pilled mm-hmm. is because it's a big white sticker Yeah, on a clear bottle. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you're kind of, it's about obscuring the juice inside. Yeah. Whereas Lori says it's what's on the inside that matters. <laughs> Let us see. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, I think, and the name Gothic One, also A. I love that we located the fact that this is a Carlton frag. It's so Carlton. Deeply Carlton. Carlton as hell. Anyway, this makes me all, all of this is to say I like it a lot more with all of this in mind. This has dried down enough that I think we are actually in the zone of where I fell in love with this perfume. It's, It's very pretty now. I would like to say for the record mm-hmm. on the true dry down. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this is even the true dry down, but we're approaching it after 20, yeah, after maybe, maybe 25 minutes, mm-hmm. it really starts to smooth out on the skin and it becomes this very resinous, melty vanilla patchouli that is to me like, it's strange because I think it's it's not natural smelling. It's yeah. not a natural smelling vanilla and it's not a natural smelling patchouli. No. It's almost vanilla patchouli flavored, but I think that that's what's so comforting about it. Yeah. It's Okay. It's really interesting because I think that I was maybe just like mentally doing too much mm. to try to like pick out the notes. Mm-hmm. All it is, according to Fragrantica 2... Vanilla pod, Madagascar vanilla, Indian patchouli, patchouli spices. I and and the thing is, it kind of doesn't need to be more than that. But I don't need to like fucking over intellectualize it. No, Chloe. Sorry to interrupt you, but I have to just no. Okay, it was very different. It was very very different in the opening because we completely agreed. It smelled yeah. like there was a lot more going on, and I was trying yeah. to make it just the vanilla patchouli. I think that like. This very, we're like referencing the Fragrantica right now as we're talking, but I think that this very pared down set of notes mm-hmm. only really like comes alive in the dry down. Mm-hmm. I will say, yeah, I mean, honestly though, now what it smells like on my hand is giving like exactly as you said, yes. melty vanilla patchouli and the meltiness of it. 
I do like stand by saying that it feels all very fused and very like, like melded together. Mm-hmm. The scents feel like they've been like really kind of, you know, the atoms are merged mm-hmm. with one another, mm-hmm. which is great. It's like a very, it's like a, it's formed a very singular, unique new scent of its own that is like those two things together. Does that make sense? No, I agree with you. I agree with you. Some, some fragrances are soups that have discrete ingredients swimming around in the broth. A a potage. Yeah. And some you put in the blender and they become like a, you know, carrot ginger bisque or something. Or if you're a vegan, it becomes Alfredo sauce. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But yeah, so it's just like, this is one that you put in the food processor. And word it all around. Dry down's really different. Uh, the, yeah. the toothpaste thing that was bumming me out is gone. The bubble gum thing, I don't get it Yay. anymore. <laughs> Lori's my best friend again. Yeah. It's like, don't worry about that, sweetie. Okay, yeah. yay. <laughs> so bad. So I guess, and that brings us to the end of our little patchoula sode. This is a good one. This, this is, is really fun. fun. I love you, babe. Babe, I love you. Until next time, smell, smell ya, ya later. later.